Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Wishes Bride Brittany Otar about her wedding at Walt Disney World. She had a lot of lovely touches in her event and put a lot of thought and planning into it, and I thought you guys would like to hear how it all turned out. So welcome, Brittany. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Thanks so much for being on the show today. I always like to start at the very beginning and find out how you decided you guys wanted to have a Wishes event at Walt Disney World. We decided we wanted a Disney wedding um, because we met in Florida at the University of South Florida, and we considered Florida home for us. We live in Virginia now, and I really wanted a wedding in Florida, and in college I actually saw all the stuff on Pinterest about Disney weddings, and I became obsessed, and I kind of pitched the idea as, this is what we're doing, and so... We had a long engagement, which allowed us to save for the wishes wedding, but it was definitely worth it. <laughs> and so how did your friends and family react when they found out where your wedding was going to be? They were all really excited. Um, most of my close friends and family weren't super surprised. They had a lot of questions, I think, that every Disney bride goes through about how the event's going to work and all the room block stuff, but everyone was super excited. No one from my guest list, had ever been to a Disney wedding before. Oh, wow, that's great. How many guests did you invite, and how many made the trip? We probably invited 125. We actually got through our A, B, and C invite list. And at the end of the day, there was just under 60 people who attended the wedding. Okay, got it. Where were most of them coming from? They were really spread out. My mom's side of the family is all over the United States. We had some in California, Ohio, a few from Virginia, some in Florida. And then uh, Kival's family is from Trinidad. So we had a few uh, people make the trip as well. Okay, great. Now, how did you guys decide on your ceremony and reception venues? I absolutely loved the wedding pavilion. So that was a non-negotiable for me especially after they did the the revamp um, last year. It was completely beautiful before, and then now it's just absolutely stunning. We went back and forth about our reception venue. We ended up at the Grand Floridian Ballroom St. Augustine just because of cost and convenience. With our budget, we couldn't really swing a night event. American Adventure Rotunda was like our dream venue, but with our guest count and the food and beverage minimums, we just couldn't swing it. Okay. So did you have any kind of a theme to your event or special colors? I didn't really have a theme for the wedding, except that I was a princess. Um, <laughs> and our colors were blush and burgundy and gold. Okay. And you had a lot of really gorgeous floral and decor. Can you talk a little bit about how you planned all that? 
Yeah, I used Pinterest and had a lot of inspiration photos from other Diz Brides. Um, I had the large centerpieces and I had uh, floating candles on the, the remaining tables. I really loved the big centerpieces from the beginning. Um, I actually had to cut them after my planning session because of sticker shock. But once our guest list got reduced, I was able to up my floral budget like a lot. And that made me really happy. Oh, that's great. So you use Disney for your floral and decor? Yes. Okay, great. Do you have any tips for brides who might be wanting a really lavish look like you had? I would say just go with your gut and find other places to cut. I mean, I really didn't want to cut those those big centerpieces out. And I was kind of willing to cut other things. I mean, we did have Mickey and Minnie. We did have a dessert party. Oh, I cut all the the specialty linens, um, except for the sweetheart table and the cake table. And that really helped. I didn't have chargers and I didn't really have anything else really fancy on the table, except for the centerpieces. Oh, and we rented the Shivari chairs. Oh, great. Okay, got it. Can you tell me a bit about your dessert party? Yeah, so we actually um, did it the night of the wedding since we had a brunch reception. We invited the bridal party and immediate family and their guests um, instead of doing a rehearsal dinner. I really wanted pictures of me in my dress with the fireworks. Um, So with my budget, I was able to make that work. We had a full dinner, actually, instead of just desserts. It was awesome. Everyone loved the food. That's great. What location did you use? Lower France. Okay, great. And do you have any recommendations from that menu? Yes, we did a taco and fajita bar inspired by your nacho bar. (laughs) Um, And then we had um, salad. We had cilantro lime rice. We had um, the empanadas. Those were amazing. And then we had actually several desserts, which I thought was cool. We had the cronuts from Epcot. We had a chocolate mousse. And then Right before the fireworks, we brought out Mickey bars and novelty ice creams, which actually, surprisingly, were such a hit. I mean, I did bill on consumption, and I think 30 people ate 48 ice cream bars, which is kind of crazy, but I guess people really enjoyed them. Were they eating them, or were they putting them in their purse for later like I would? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I saw people eating them. We were getting ready for the fireworks at that point. I didn't get to eat one, actually, because I was so full, um, which I is a good thing. (laughs) Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day all fit together? We had hair and makeup arrive at 4 a.m. in my room. We kicked Keyball out then, and he kind of hung out in the DVC Grand Floridian lobby for a little bit while his best man and his guests kind of got their room ready for the boys. And then the boys arrived at 6.30 a.m. They had breakfast kind of relaxed, got ready. The girls were running a little bit behind, and our first look was scheduled to happen around 8.15. It probably didn't happen till like 8.45, so we didn't get as many pictures as we wanted at the Grand Floridian, uh, but our photographers were great and helped us make up that time later on after we had pictures with Mickey and Minnie. So then after that, we headed to the wedding pavilion and did did the most perfect ceremony. I loved every part of it. I was really nervous after the rehearsal with all the spotlight on me, but in my dress, I just felt so beautiful. 
and I felt like everything went really well. And then we did the reception. And then we actually went to Contemporary and Boardwalk and did extra photos with our photographer and videographer. And then from there, we went to the dessert party dinner event. It was a long day. (laughs) Now, you mentioned that you had Mickey and Minnie come to the reception. Did you have any other kind of entertainment? Yeah, they were our main entertainment. We also had a DJ and we had a confetti cannon at the end. That was basically all of our surprise elements. Oh, that's great. Was the confetti cannon worth it? You see a lot of people asking, you know, I don't know. Yeah, our DJ did a great job about getting everyone onto the dance floor and kind of doing a really big, exciting send off for us. No one expected it except for our maid of honor and best man because I had told them like, hey, make sure, you know, last song, try to grab the bridal party and have us around. But our DJ had everyone get up from their seats or wherever they were kind of surround us. So I, I can't wait to see the pictures. That's awesome. Do you have any menu item or cake flavor recommendations from your reception? So my cake was one thing that I really splurged on kind of by accident. But once it was there, I couldn't cut it. It was a four-tier cake with the castle cake topper on top. And we did three flavors. We did milk chocolate icing with just yellow. We did buttercream and red velvet. And then we did hazelnut crunch and almond cake. And then the glitter tier was a fake tier. Oh, interesting. Did having a fake tier actually save you any money? Because they always say, well, it takes just as much effort to decorate, so it's not going to cut down on the cost. Yeah, so the Grand Floridian Bakery pastry chef told us that the glitter texture that we wanted could only be done as a fake tier. So um, when I added that tier, it added several hundred dollars. But once I saw what it was going to look like, I was absolutely in love and it it couldn't get cut from my BEO. (laughs) Okay, so then what were the most important aspects? You talked about splurging on the cake. You talked about maybe splurging on floral after you got your guest count reduced. Anything else where you focused your budget or you focused your attention? Yeah, those were the two big things. I mean, the wedding pavilion couldn't go. I did cut the carriage. That was never in my BEO. I kind of cut that mentally before I went into my planning session knowing the cost ahead of time and knowing how much other things I could get besides the the once around the Grand Floridian and the carriage. Right. And then what were the less important aspects where it was easy to save money or time? I think favors. We did the Mickey heads with their names and the table numbers. I really liked them from the beginning. And since they double as a place card in a favor, I thought that was a, a great way to go. Other ways to save, I think I tried to keep the cost down when we were traveling. One thing I wish I would have done is stayed an extra night at the Grand Floridian Villas just because we had an Animal Kingdom park shoot the day after our wedding and checking out and getting everything together was a a little hard. Oh, that's a good tip. What ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? Our favorite memory, I think, for both Kival and I is our first dance. We had a choreographed first dance to Can You Feel the Love Tonight? And we had our guests in tears, which I wasn't expecting, but I guess we did a really great job. (laughs) And then did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? We did have a floral issue with um, my bouquet. 
when it came to my room, it just wasn't what I wanted or asked for. And unfortunately, they weren't able to produce extra flowers for my bouquet. So I ended up using a silk bouquet to walk down the aisle with. And then again for my park shoot. And where did you get the silk bouquet? My planner got it from Disney Finite Photography. Um, they have backup ones you can use for park shoots if, if needed. Got it. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? I think worrying about guests sometimes can get brides kind of in a panic. But I really tried to remember that it was uh, first about us and then about me and then about our wedding day. And then trying to just remember that people's opinions don't matter and just trying to keep everything positive and just cut people out who aren't supportive of the wedding you, you want or the venue you chose. Because at the end of the day, the people who want to be there are going to be there and they're going to have a great time at Disney. Okay. And you mentioned earlier one of these, but is there anything else that you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I don't think so. I would just say I really enjoyed this smaller wedding. I felt like at my reception, I couldn't get to talk to everyone. And, you know, we had less than 60 guests because the day just goes so fast and you want to spend time with everyone, but it's just so hard to make the rounds and, you know, People are pulling you one way to get pictures, but you want to go talk to someone else. There's actually a few funny photos of me because I really was into my cake, like I said earlier, and I wanted to eat my cake. So like people were trying to take pictures of us and I was just stuffing my face with cake. And I was like, I'm not putting this cake down. Sorry. (laughs) That's good because so often I hear brides say, I didn't get to taste my meal. I didn't get a piece of my cake. So I'm very glad that you got to enjoy your cake. Yeah, I told the best man and maid of honor, like, when we're eating, you better act like the secret service and keep people away from us because the food, we were just so excited for the food. And I actually surprised Kiva with a mashed potato bar at the reception. And he thought that was cool. Our food was just so good. And I'm so glad we got to enjoy it. And I really enjoyed the cake at the reception and then in the hotel room in the days following. (laughs) Do you have any other tips or advice for future wishes, brides and grooms? Just relax when you're planning. Uh, I think a big stressor for brides is how is everything going to come together? But I mean, my planner was absolutely amazing. Whenever I had a question, even from the beginning, she was very responsive. But I just had to remember that Disney has their own timeline. um, And if you just are kind of flexible with your communication style, everything will get answered in a fairly timely manner. And Disney absolutely knows when what they're doing. I mean, when I had my floral issue, my planner, you know, called me immediately on my cell phone and was talking to my maid of honor and trying to make everything right. Um, and she actually surprised us at the reception. Uh, we were going to do a toast in hand. And she actually comped um, champagne for everyone, which was super nice. But you know, she made sure that the rehearsal went well. She made sure that We were happy. She made sure we had cocktail hour food. I mean, I can't say enough good things about my planner. That's wonderful. Well, Brittany, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think you've offered a lot of great tips for anyone who's interested in planning a wishes collection event at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thanks for having me. You're the best. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. 
In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com. Thank you.